Hello, and welcome to the Linux Lemming. I'm your host, Rostic Halibera. This is episode four, and I've decided to title this one Helping the Hippo. So this is Ubuntu 2004 Testing Week, which um, has been crossing the feeds and all the uh, Linux podcasts out there and news uh, areas and different things like that. So I figured this would be a great opportunity to put the documentation to the test and also to help out a project. So this is a great opportunity and I've never participated in an event like this before. So I'm really grateful that something like this uh, exists. Um, Alan Pope recently made a forum post about the event that also includes documentation for new testers and several different videos that you can watch to actually see him conduct a test in real time. Um, it's about an hour investment or so to read through the documentation and watch a video in, an, in its entirety. Um, the video that I watched was about 25 to 30 minutes long and I did skip through a little bit of it. Um, but it is helpful to have that written documentation and a visual representation as well. So after reading through and watching the videos, um, you have to log in to an Ubuntu account, which I've had since 2008 or something like that. So I was able to log in to my account and I got started. When you do get started with the testing week, you have a lot of different options and depending on the test, some of them want you to do bare metal installs and different things like that. Um, I don't have any spare hardware at the moment, so I decided that I would try to do all of my testing in VirtualBox. And I really haven't used VirtualBox all that much, but the process was pretty straightforward. So I downloaded um, the ISOs that I wanted to test. I chose to do Kubuntu because that's what I run on a daily basis, and also Kylin. Um, I've never really used Kylin at all before, but looking at both of those uh, flavors, I noticed they still had tests that needed to be done in the live environment. So I figured that would be a good thing to do. So after installing VirtualBox, uh, you have to click on to create a new uh, virtual environment. And when you go to set that up, you wanna make sure that you change your settings to Linux and an Ubuntu uh, flavor. So I'm doing 64-bit. Um, I don't even know if these ones support 32, but there you have it. Um, I think the default when you go into VirtualBox is to use a Windows system. So just make sure you modify that as needed. Um, the next step is allocating memory for that VirtualBox. Um, I have 32 gigabytes of memory on this laptop, so I gave it eight gigabytes of memory, so didn't want to experience any issues. Um, I didn't have to provide any disk space. So after you do the memory, it's gonna ask if you wanna create a virtual hard disk. And I figured since I'm not gonna be living in this thing, I'm just testing the live environment, I don't need a virtual hard disk at all. And that is an option. Um, and after you click that, it's gonna ask you, are you sure you'll only be able to run a live environment? And that's exactly what I wanna do, so no problems there. So after you go through that, um, your virtual box will be created, but you still have to add the ISO and tell it to boot from that. So you gotta click on the settings for the virtual environment that you just created. Then you have to go to the controller IDE and tell it that you want it to be an optical drive. 
And then after that, you add the ISO from wherever it lives on your computer. And in mine, it was just in my downloads folder. After you've mounted that ISO, you need to click on that ISO image. And then right below the optical drive, there's an option to tell it that this is a live CD or DVD. And you want to make sure you click that because if you don't, um, it won't boot properly. So after that's all been set up, um, it's time to start up that virtual environment and then work through the checklist that they have in their ISO tracker and submit any bugs. So I started with Kubuntu and um, as soon as I booted that up, uh, reading through their checklist, they said that the language menu should be in the left column. And when I did it, it was above where it says uh, install or try the live environment. So that was kind of the first discrepancy that I came across. And that seemed to be the only one I came across in Kubuntu. It functioned appropriately. All the apps worked just fine. There was no screen tearing. It was great. It was like I was using it on bare metal. So I just submitted that one small little thing that I saw, and maybe it's a big deal, maybe it's not, but it's on record there now. So after going with uh, Kubuntu, I booted up Kylan, and there were a lot of issues with that one. Um, one thing that was uh, that stood out to me is when I booted up Kubuntu, there was no like startup noise or anything like that, but there was with Kylan. So maybe I need to go back and check sound in Kubuntu, but um, Kylan had a little startup ding and everything. Um, but as I was moving my cursor around, it was tearing on the screen, and every time I opened an app and clicked, these like white boxes would pop up and kind of obscure the view and everything. So it seemed like Kylan was not as polished in a virtual environment as Kubuntu was. So I submitted um, two bugs for Kylan, and we'll see where that takes it. I'm not quite sure. I maybe skipped over that part in the video about what happens after you submit a bug, but I imagine it needs to be reviewed or verified by other users before they treat it as an actual issue. So I'll just keep my eyes on that ISO tracker and see if anything changes or updates. And hopefully I'll find some more time to do some more testing in the live environment. Uh, looking at like Ubuntu proper and things like that, it seemed like a lot of the tests had already been done. But um, I'll just keep looking down that list and see if there are other ways that I can contribute. So that's all I have for testing week. Um, just a little update on the open web analytics. I still haven't gotten that to play nicely with the swag container. I found a uh, RM64 image for Shinet that somebody had made on their own, and I think it was like a year or two old. Uh, so that might be part of the problem as well. Um, I've been really slow at getting back to the main developer and updating him on my process, and I feel pretty bad about that. So I just got to find time to, uh, to execute on, on that conversation that we were having. But that's all we have for the Linux Lemming this week. We'll see you next time.